Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. Finally, the government has acknowledged we do have a housing problem in Australia, and the government is rolling out a whole series of initiatives to hopefully address the housing crisis we have. But what I believe is that with all these initiatives that the government is rolling out, and there are four of them in particular, these initiatives won't fix the situation. In fact, they'll actually make the situation worse and force property prices to rise. If you want to find out why, stay tuned. Hi, it's Nero here, and the first government initiative that I think could counterintuitively force property prices higher is the Family Home Guarantee Initiative. Now, this allows people under a certain number of conditions, yes, to buy property for as little as a 2% deposit. Now, initially you might think that, oh well, giving people incentives to get their own home is good, it helps people, and it does, but only in the short term. In the long term though, does it actually make property prices more affordable? The research shows it doesn't. Last year, the Australian Housing Urban Research Institute, or AHURI, released a report claiming that the $20 billion spent by Australia's governments to help first home buyers into the market has actually made housing affordability worse and increased inequality. More than $20.5 billion in 2021 dollars was expended by Australian governments in stamp duty concessions and cash grants, including home builder to first home buyers in the decade to 2021, the report noted. In doing so, these figures add to demand and hence to house prices. In fact, the report actually went on to say that all of these new first home buyer initiatives may have actually helped existing homeowners way more than new home buyers or first home buyers. Why? Because it's driving property prices up, giving existing homeowners more equity. So when we have this level of research all the way up to 2021, and you might remember the property prices in 2021 went through the roof and everyone thought it was all because of low interest rates. I'll come back to that in just a moment, but you can see here from the research from the last decade, it's been first home buyer initiatives that have been a contributing factor to increasing property prices. Assisting first home buyers, an international policy review compared FHB or first home buyer assistance schemes in Australia with international policies to investigate whether programs expand access to home ownership for first home buyers. In other words, whether they make the cost of home ownership more affordable and less risky for those whose entry into the market would be delayed or impossible. Australian first home buyer assistance measures primarily act to bring forward first home purchase for households already close to doing so, rather than opening home ownership access to households otherwise excluded, says report author Dr. Chris Martin of UNSW City Futures Research Center. So in other words, these first home buyer incentives don't actually help people get into the property market who couldn't afford to, 
No, they simply help people who are already on track to buy their first home simply get into the market more quickly. At least that's what the research shows. But this next statement is the most telling of all. In a housing market where new housing supply is sluggish, these measures simply add to demand and push up property prices. So when you have this level of research, then what does the government do? Well, they go and actually expand their first home buyer initiative program. And this is at a federal level. On a state level, we're seeing that the Queensland Labor government double the first homeowner grant in that state. So we can see that the government is relying on first home buyer initiatives to win political votes, but it doesn't look like it's going to make property prices more affordable. More than likely, property prices are set to rise. Government initiative number two. Back in 2008, the Kevin Rudd government allowed temporary migrants to buy properties. Now, our current prime minister was part of that government. And so since then, as we've increased the number of temporary migrants, we're seeing more and more people who are actually not planning on living in Australia, at least in the short term, buying properties anyway. And you can see from this next chart just how much temporary migrants have increased in Australia, and they're all allowed to buy properties. And as you can see from this next chart, overseas migration is currently at record highs. And many of these people are able to buy property even if they don't plan on becoming a permanent resident, even if they don't plan on becoming a citizen. What that's doing is it's driving up demand for property prices at a time when our construction industry is being slammed, at a time when we're building fewer homes than we were 10 years ago. So demand for property is staying high at a time when interest rates are at record highs, at a time when affordability for local Australians is at record lows. And so if this continues, the government will just keep forcing property prices higher. Here's what Shane Elliott, CEO of ANZ, had to say. Home loans now preserve of the rich ANZ boss. The head of one of the major banks has warned the Australian dream of home ownership has become the preserve of the rich, as former treasurer Peter Costello said runaway migration had worsened the housing affordability crisis and was driving rents higher. Elliot then goes on to say in a separate article, immigration is a really big driver of housing demand. And from our perspectives, from one of the largest providers of home loans in the market, it's a material driver, Mr. Elliot told The Australian. Recent data signaled Australia was on the path to more than 500,000 temporary migrant arrivals over the past year, exceeding previous government forecasts. And as I said, from that secret law passed in 2008, temporary migrants can now buy established properties, something most people are not aware of. Mr. Elliott said Australia was attracting a really high quality migrant, many of whom had considerable wealth. Government initiative number three that's likely to force property prices higher, and this is more of a lack of initiative, it's the lack of support to our construction industry. So right now, dwelling approvals, the number of new properties being approved to be built, the number of completions, number of new properties being completed, and new commencements, so new properties being constructed, are all at record lows. So we're literally building fewer and fewer properties at a time when our migration is increasing, our population is increasing at record highs. Well, what about this new target of 1.2 million homes over five years? Well, that would mean that we would have to build on average 
240,000 new properties every year for five years. Yet to the 12 months ending September, we only built 164,000 properties. That's 76,000 below target. And as I said before, the number of new properties being approved is actually falling. So we're on track to build less homes in the next 12 months. And then when you add the fact that the RBA keeps increasing interest rates, what's that doing to people? It's reducing their borrowing capacity. So loans for new properties are at record lows as well. So therefore, this is not an issue that's going to be fixed anytime soon. And yet, we keep bringing more people into Australia, keeping demand so much higher than supply. Government initiative number four, the new stage three tax cuts. Let me explain. So as you can see from this table, here are the current tax scales. You pay zero tax up to $18,200. Then you have different tax brackets with the highest tax bracket being $180,001 and over where you pay $51,667 plus 45 cents for every dollar over $180,000. Here's how that's going to change. As you can see from this next table, you can see that still, if you earn up to $18,200, you pay zero tax. But then from $18,201 to $45,000, you pay 19% tax. And then from $45,001 to $200,000, you pay 30% tax. It's a flat rate. The 32.5 cent bracket and the 37 cent bracket are being removed. So then what does that mean? Well, as you can see from this next chart, anyone earning essentially $50,000 or above will be making some tax savings. If you earn $160,000 in income, you save $4,675 in tax. But if you earn $200,000 or more, you get a saving of $9,075 in tax. So what that means then is that higher income earners will have more disposable income. And banks will realize that as well. And they're gonna then increase people's borrowing capacities. What that means is that essentially anybody who gets a tax saving, particularly people at $200,000 or above, they're gonna have an increase in borrowing capacity without giving any consideration to what interest rates might do. I personally expect they're going to fall, but let's ignore that for now. What you will find is that there are people who are earning the same money today who will have more borrowing capacity from July 1st next year, and many of them will also want to buy property why? Because they've seen how much property prices have risen already and the moment interest rates start to fall, property prices will increase even further. And so what this means is that for many people who are unable to afford property, it's sadly the case that they will continue to miss out because all these government initiatives are not going to help them. But if you're someone who can afford to buy an investment property, when you look at all these government initiatives, when you look at just how much demand is higher than supply, these facts, these data points clearly indicate that property prices are set to rise in multiple locations around the country. And early 2024, if you can afford to, could be a great time to buy. Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K. Go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy 
of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays Your Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you when you go through the book, we'll like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.